Welcome to Revelation Warning, a weekly podcast hosted by Pastor Robert Thibodeau as he interviews prophecy experts from around the world as we discuss current events in relation to Bible prophecy. All of this is to give the world a final Revelation Warning. Now, here is your host with this week's guest, Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Revelation Warning Podcast. We are so blessed that you're joining us here today. You know, this year, we've been sharing a lot of information concerning the end times as depicted in the Bible and relating them to what we see happening in current events on the evening news and such as that. And when you compare side by side, you can't help but see the similarities. And we've had many guests come on and give their perspective uh, during this year on the program. One of our guests has been Dr. Richard Ruling, and I enjoy hearing Dr. Ruling's perspectives and his deep interpretation of Bible passages. And he's been sharing some deep insights into the openings of the seven seals from the book of Revelations and all that. And during our recent series on the seven seals, Dr. Ruling shared that he was expecting a huge earthquake, among some other things, to have occurred during Passover or shortly thereafter this year. And most of it didn't happen. But one thing I appreciate about Dr. Ruling is that if he misses it, he's quick to admit it. He doesn't run off and hide like some do. He goes right back to the Bible to see where he missed it. And that's what we all should be able to do. I mean, if we do that, we'd all be better off. Amen. So help me welcome back to the program, our good friend, Dr. Richard Riley. Dr. Riley, it's good to have you back on the program today, sir. Oh, it's so good to be with you, too. I appreciate your sweet Christian spirit. And yeah, if we're for real, I have to admit um, something we're not understanding. Uh, as the days of Noah, as it says in uh, Matthew, uh, does not have to mean timing. It, it, it can mean multiple other things. But I'm seeing how that, um, uh, and I was wrong in my expectations. I, it, uh, as I'm looking back now on uh, uh, Passover timing, et cetera, I'm seeing that um, uh, that Passover was really dependent partly on what they called the month of Abib uh, when the barley was Aviv, because at Passover they would wave a sheaf of harvested ripe barley. Uh, to the Lord uh, as thanking him for the harvest. And it was the first grain to be ripened in the spring. But uh, a video from Israel by a Messianic Jew uh, showed that um, while some spots here or there might have barley, overall, it wasn't ripe. It wasn't ready. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so uh, uh, what, see, with with the um, biblical calendar, they went by the uh, a moon that comes every uh, now 29 and a half days. And in 12 months, you're less than 365. So the year gets shorter and shorter till all of a sudden uh, you're, you're into winter instead of spring for, for Passover. And they would add one month, just like mm -hmm. we add a leap year on mm -hmm. leap year, uh, an extra day for, four years, uh, yeah. for February 29. Mm -hmm. That's how they did it in Bible times. And so uh, my point is also, that um, I think the barley as the first fruits represent the, God's special forces, 144,000, uh, and, and they weren't ready, you know. And so God is uh, in mercy delaying some things so we can get it right. And I'm, I think I'm seeing, believe it or not, uh, and this isn't just made up stuff. Uh, if you listen to um, a uh, 
you know, I, I went to a Bible college and we sang Handel's Messiah at Christmas time. And Handel's Messiah is classic music, uh, good stuff. But in it, uh, there's a bass solo that says, once in a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth, the sea, the dry land, all nations. Okay. And uh, that shaking uh, is from Haggai 2. It actually mentions uh, that he will shake the heavens and earth twice in verse 6 and 21 of Haggai 2. And three times it gives a date of all things. Uh, it's not a date that uh, you would think it had any significance uh, because it's the 24th day of the ninth month, which is, you know, like <laughs> in the winter almost. So but my, my point is <clears throat> that it was the date that the foundation was laid uh, to the temple. Now, uh, integrating everything I see in this is that, uh, first of all, I, uh, a, a Bible teacher from a, a theological, uh, a, a biblical college said that um, uh, there's a code called twice speak. When God says something twice, it's once in history and once at the end. Just like mm -hmm. uh, Joseph's famine, uh, there was the seven fat cows followed by the seven lean seven uh, uh, fat ears of corn followed. It, it, it's going to be end time seven as well. Uh, so the, the point is, though, that here's a text three times. It's really for end time. and the But it's not about a temple in Jerusalem because God isn't interested in the Jews sacrificing lambs anymore. The Lamb right. of God Amen. died. Okay. Yeah. It was fulfilled. And so uh, this is a different, this is a different temple. And in 2 Corinthians 6, around verse 16, it says, ye are the temple of God. And my point is that uh, this is uh, the foundation is laid, I think, for God's special forces when he gets a group of people that he is ready with to give the power, he'll, he'll do it. And uh, this prophecy really is, uh, is not about when it starts, but about when it ends. You know, mm -hmm. in, in other words, uh, it ends up, uh, I think, and, and, but now I want to tell you a, a fascinating story uh, that integrates with this. It's just short. Uh, a, a, it is written as a telecast that uh, was run years ago by George Vandeman, and he published this uh, account. It, it's an interesting illustration. Uh, and I can't remember the city in the Middle East, but we're going to call it Takara. Takara. Okay. And a, a slave or servant comes to his master back from the market, uh, frightened. And he says, I was at the market and I encountered death. And uh, he made a threatening gesture to me. Please lend me your uh, your horse. I would like to ride to Takara to get away. And um, uh, the master gives him the horse. Uh, but then uh, after, uh, the, the guy takes off to Takara. But uh, the master goes to the, the marketplace to find out what's going on. And he, he sees death. And he says, hey, uh, why did you threaten my servant? Death says, oh, I didn't threaten him. I was just startled because uh, I, I, to see him here. I, I have an appointment with him tonight in Takara. <laughs> so the, the point is, uh, there are appointed times and you can't outdo death when it comes. But yeah. I am seeing a, a bad time for pastors, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and it's based on my uh, concern and for th this year as a significant year, because so many signs have pointed to this year as as a start for end times. So uh, they, going back to Haggai 2, 
uh, the first verse of that says it's uh, King Darius is the king, okay? Well, you go back to Daniel 9, and Darius is the king. And in Daniel 9, we have a prophecy that uh, 70 weeks are determined, and uh, 69 to Messiah. Messiah. That, that The margin says anointing. Messiah means anointed. And Christ was anointed, we know, by the Holy Spirit. But the point is, we said this is not about Christ. God isn't interested in laying foundations for a Jewish temple to sacrifice lambs. The, the, the threefold emphasis is for an end time. There, there was no shaking of the earth in Christ's time, you know, as far as uh, during his ministry. It didn't attract attention when he started, etc. But the point is that, that uh, I believe end times are going to begin with an earthquake. And uh, if you count the 69, let, let, me, let me back up. Uh, I failed to mention this. Historic fact. Um, bad things happened when Babylon came to Jerusalem. Uh, and it says in the last chapter of, of Jeremiah, it's 52, 52, ch chapter 52 and verse 12, that Nebuchadnezzar burned the house of the Lord on the 10th day of the fifth month. Okay. Yep. Uh, well, Josephus said it happened again on the 10th day of the fifth month. Uh, uh, in, in his book, Wars of the Jews, when Titus came in 70 AD. And historically, that's been a bad date for Jews. Uh, uh, king Edward, in, uh, king of England, banished the Jews from England in, uh, in 1290 AD. And a few hundred years later, uh, we know Ferdinand and Isabella at 1492, they commissioned uh, Columbus, but they also banished the Jews in that year. Okay, yeah. so bad news for Jews. And the point is that I'm seeing this is also end time phenomena. Uh, Christ said, uh, uh, all you, he's speaking to his disciples. He said, all you will be offended because of me, for it is written, smite the shepherd, the sheep will be scattered. And in Daniel 12, 7, there is a scattering of the holy people, which implies that the shepherds have been smitten. Okay. Yeah, amen. And I, I believe that there will be a... Uh, we're seeing crazy stuff where people go into a church and just mow them down with a gun or something, you know. Uh, and but an occasional church, but got another guy has a gun and oops, uh, he stops it quick, you know. But uh, I think these are uh, test um, test events to see how how something will go down. And I believe that this year, on the tenth of Av, which uh, if you if you consider when when um, Christians kept Easter, and when Jews kept Passover in April, uh, if you as the, as the first month, I believe if you if you count through to five, and you come out to uh, 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 really the 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 um, fifth, the tenth day of the fifth month would be August six, okay, mm, or August okay. five. Uh, it, it's a Saturday, and. Uh, uh, if you if you if you think of at, as the days of Noah, you, uh, I believe that will be a huge event uh, like the earthquake. I really think an earthquake may happen on August five. But you remember Noah got in the boat a week earlier, and uh, it was a separation between good and bad people. Uh, when good people went into the ark to be saved, uh, and and because they believed Noah, it was really only his family. Sad situation. But uh, I believe that a week before August 5 is um, um, July 30, okay, July 30. And I think it's a time to watch and pray. And if there's attack on Jerusalem, 
you'll know, uh, in my opinion, that attacking Jerusalem is is serious it, because Jerusalem represents God's people, and uh, I, I and they may they may go for the pastors, you know, in a sense. And I I would encourage you, my brother, uh, uh, without announcing it, uh, just uh, don't be don't be around on on that day. I would uh, take a drive to the country, look around, uh, maybe even see if a place you could rent if if bad stuff happened. Uh, you know, uh, the some of the things um, were assigned to get out of Jerusalem, which was a city. And throughout history, cities have been bad. Uh, God's people, he put them in a garden and so on. And uh, it's uh, the the country is much better for survival and times. Uh, if the grid goes down and there's no food in the stores. And by the way, I heard a, a uh, um, this is Deputy Director of Homeland Security telling how that uh, uh, Pilots can survive in, uh, behind enemy lines by survival. He's a survival specialist, and he said uh, he's amazed that the grid has not been hit by um, um, an EMP attack yet because it would be so easy to do. And a, an explosion high over the middle of the United States could could wipe out all the transformers east coast to west coast. Yep, and I've said uh, that for years. I've been telling people that. That's yeah, true. well, yeah. I think that God is holding his hand over this till the appointed time, basically. Mm -hmm. And I, I but when it does, um, and I'm having a personal experience <laughs> in this, uh, because uh we 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 were trying to sell our house for more than a year, and mm -hmm. out of the blue, somebody this spring wanted to buy our house and we mm -hmm. sold it, okay. Mm -hmm. But we had to get out quick and uh we we got a a piece of property uh and a, a mobile home that we could put onto the property and, and got it got the mobile home moved uh we secured we we found out it was okay to move it you know and put it there and uh the the guy that moved it jacked it up and uh took his wheels out from underneath and lowered the mobile home onto some concrete pillars and then uh we we got a septic tank guy to put in a septic tank and leash lines but then we were told by somebody that did installing, do you have gravel under your mobile home? It's a new law, a new code. Uh, no, I had no clue that I was supposed to have gravel, but two to three inches of compacted gravel. And we're stuck with the fact that the, the county will not approve electricity oh, until my. we get a final inspection with gravel. And to move a mobile home where we, we put the septic tank where the truck pulled it in, we, we can't move. You know, oh my goodness. So uh, bad, you know, God, God has given me an interesting experience in what uh, it might be like to be without electricity because yeah. we don't have electricity. We, we go about a generator and we switch uh, the, the refrigerator to the freezer, to the washing machine, et cetera. It's, you know, but it, it's yeah. not a picnic for my That's wife. Right. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, I would just say um, we are approaching end times. God gives us experiences and uh, count it all joy. Uh, and, and uh, etc. But I would just urge people to consider um, getting more ready than they are, because yeah. I, you know, it's easy to talk the talk, but walking the walk uh, gets rugged sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. I just uh, uh, believe that things are imminent, and uh, uh, living without a refrigerator is not a not a good deal. You know, Amen. food spoils, doesn't last, etc. Amen. So that's yeah. a, a broad wow. picture. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I I shared this, but um, if you count uh, 
what coming back to the Bible now, Darius was the king in Haggai 2 when God said he will shake the heavens and the earth. Darius was also uh, the king uh, in Daniel 9, uh, verse 1. And in that chapter, it says uh, there will be 69 weeks to Messiah or anointing. And I'm saying it's God's special forces, his 144,000 get anointed. Uh, I think at the end, on the, on the ninth month, 24th day. And if you know when that is, you can back up and it comes out to the 10th of Av, the 10th day of the fifth month, um, linked to, I said August 5. Uh, August 5, let me, let me, let me back up. The, the 24th day of the ninth month is when it ends. And if you back up one week, seven from 24 is 17. And that's when Noah entered the, uh, that's when the flood came uh, in Genesis 7th chapter, verse 11. It says on the 17th day of the, of this, it was the second month in this case, but the 17th day, the fountains of the deep broke open and, you know, it rained, the flood began. But Noah entered one week before that, and that, that corresponds to uh, July 30. And I believe that uh, we could see Jerusalem and, and attacks on Christians, even Sabbatarians especially. I used to be a, a member of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. I, I dropped out because I see they are just like other churches in the sense that they're really, they, they're more like the Jewish nation of old than, than anything, in my opinion, okay? And, but their, their, their prophet, Ellen White, I think has great information. And she said um, she saw the church uh, becoming like a harlot because they voted a, a five levels of hierarchy, like the Catholic Church has priests, bishops, archbishops, cardinals, and pope. Mm -hmm. this, the Seventh-day Adventist Church has pastors and then presidents of conferences, presidents of unions, presidents of divisions, and then the, their general conference pope. You know, So basically, she was straight, I think, when she said, how did they become like a harlot? But we're to come out of Babylon, uh, uh, which represented by a harlot in Revelation 17. But anybody like yourself that tolerates truth and, and shares it and so on is suspect, in my opinion, for possible persecution, because I believe they, um, the CIA, uh, which we know as the Central Intelligence Agency, is also been called the Catholic uh, uh, Catholics in action. OK. Yeah. And uh, John F. Kennedy, when he uh, said the idea of secret societies was repugnant in a free society, he was dead a week later. Yeah. And uh, recently, Robert F. Kennedy, uh, related to John F. Kennedy, said, um, uh, it's actually, he was Robert's brother rather than John's, I mean, uh, Robert's son, uh, he's yeah. Robert Jr. And he said that the, the CIA uh, was behind uh, the death of his uh, uncle, John, John F. Kennedy. And um, I believe that's true. Uh, the leadership of, of the CIA has always been members of these secret societies, Knights of Columbus, Opus Dei, Knights of Malta, and so on. So I, I, we're in a real war with evil, in my opinion. And uh, it was the Catholic Church that uh, was the little horn in Daniel 7 that grew out of the Roman Empire, but did great things and bad things, uh, persecuting the saints, changing times and laws. Time law is, uh, you know, the Gregorian calendar and and it has altered uh, many things, basically. So I just say this is a heads up for what I think could be serious bad times suddenly that will um, be the tip off for an earthquake a week later when God punishes. Because when Muslims take the city, 
of Jerusalem, uh, they will celebrate their mosque and Quran, which says Allah has no son. But Joel 3.16 says the Lord will roar from Jerusalem, the heavens and earth will shake. And I think uh, uh, God will get those that, that uh, did the punishment in part, but we will be into end times then. And so I'm still seeing it happen, but in a yeah. future application, because odd thing, the 69 weeks from the 10th of Av or the 10th day of the fifth month this year ends up, uh, with, if, if you're using a lunar calendar, biblical calendar, it ends up on the ninth month, 24th day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, interesting. It, it, and, yeah. and on Saturday as well, uh, which is when Seventh-day Adventists will be going to church. And I believe that, uh, oh, uh, Ellen White had a vision or dream, and she said uh, the pastors were never seen again. You know, mm. awesome statement, uh, you know, uh, but a storm of persecution was sudden. And I think that uh, it fits with Daniel 12th chapter, verse 7, says uh, there uh, he uh the one that stand, stands uh, uh, one foot on the land, one foot on the sea is Christ. He owned uh, standing uh, ownership to take your foot up from off the ground. Uh, but when God, when Moses was in God's presence, he said, take your shoes off. God, Christ owns the, the land and the sea. He raises his arms and swears when he makes a covenant. And, and when he has accomplished to scatter the holy, the power of the holy people, I think it means that the, the path, just like, he was smitten. His disciples fled. The holy people are scattered. Uh, I, it implies the pastors are smitten. I think. Yeah. So yeah, that that's an effort, feeble, poor. Uh, if you, but if you can see through my language, uh, I believe we are coming to uh, still a, a significant time because there are too many signs for tw- twenty three yeah. to to uh, not have something happen this year. Yeah, I mean just. Look at the recent news. I mean, you know, uh, this thing with the mutiny in Russia, you know, and, you know, they're going to have a a distraction of of some sort. And we we already have heard that, you know, Putin's not afraid to use those tactical nuclear weapons. And, you know, he, he just believes that the West won't do anything about it. And if they did, well, there's your mutual annihilation. But, uh, you know, you know, with Israel, all the problems going on over there. You know, he just needs a distraction to keep everybody occupied with Israel, so he can do what he needs to do. So, I mean, all these things are adding up that something big is looming on the horizon. I absolutely agree, and it could uh, one or yeah. one or two days ago, I had a uh, fellow fairly intelligent tells me that uh, uh, Iran has. Uh, uh, 84% uh, uranium refined for uh, uh, nuclear bombs, uh, mm-hmm. and they they have already a few, but they're they're getting more. So Israel is forced to do something uh, because uh, it will be annihilation, and they can read the, the Zechariah 14th chapter last when when uh, they are attacked, Jerusalem will be uh, attacked, and bad things are going to happen. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I I I believe that when it does happen. God's going to roar. The Lord will roar from Jerusalem. Heavens and earth shake. And that earthquake is not only uh, to scatter the the, uh, Muslims out of where they don't belong in Jerusalem, but also it's the knock for the wedding uh, because uh, Christ only knocks two places in in the New Testament. One is for the wedding in Luke 12, 36, when I come and knock, open immediately. 
And the other uh, place is every Christian knows Revelation 3.20. I stand at the door and knock, and we think gentle Jesus always knocking. And that's a nice idea, but Revelation is also how things end. And uh, that church where he knocked was materialistic. It was lukewarm. And you, you think you're rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing, but you're really wretched, poor, and uh, blind, and so on. Bad description for the, it's really addressed to pastors. Uh, and I think pastors today, as a I'm not talking about you, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about uh, the In average general. Sunday church yeah. that just, uh, or, or Adventist church on Saturday, just get a smooth sermon for Saturday or Sunday uh, and, yep. Amen. and, and uh, say it well. And uh, see you again next week, you know. Yep. Well, yep. Uh, I, I think God, God is uh, going to deal with that. Uh, and as part of it is is not happy. God ultimately in the hereafter can decide who is his and who's not, who was faithful to, unto death, etc. But uh, I, I, I see uh, things as still imminent. And uh, I, if I were living in a city, I would want to take a drive out to the country and see if I could find something cheap that I could rent in case, just in case, you know, as uh, somebody on, in the media said, have an exit plan, have an exit yeah. plan. <laughs> that Amen. would be something else to consider. Amen. Well, Dr. Ruland, I appreciate your time today. I know you're busy taking care of all your stuff in the move. And and I just do appreciate you coming on and sharing this with us. And and folks, you know, I'll have links to Dr. Ruling's stuff down in the show notes below. Reach out, get in touch with him, order his books because, I mean, they're they're awesome. And, and Dr. Ruland, I can't wait to have you back on again once you get settled. Well, thank you so much. It's my privilege. There's just one thing I would say. If they don't have it, uh, the book that is most needed, I think, is the, the title Earthquake and Seven Seals. Yeah. Because if the earth does quake uh, in, in August, uh, uh, it's open immediately in Luke 12, 36. And immediately means have, have a wedding feast of betrothal. Uh, for seven days, Israel ate unleavened bread when they left Egypt. And unleavened bread in this case is not about crackers, though. It's about uh, topics from the bread of life that have been edited and changed and uh, that we need to understand though because elijah is supposed to restore all things and we can be god's elijahs and yeah, that's amen. how I'm, I'm seeing it amen amen well folks that's all the time we have for today for dr rich rule and myself as pastor by reminded be blessed in all that you do You have been listening to Revelation Warning with Pastor Robert Thibodeau and his guest expert on Bible prophecy as it relates to current events. This podcast is not designed to invoke fear, but concern. Help us to make everyone aware that the soon return of Jesus is close at hand by clicking the like, subscribe, and then share buttons below. Share this episode with your loved ones, friends, and coworkers. For more information on our ministry, please visit podcasterforchrist.com and be sure to come back next week for another episode of Revelation Warning.